pushing the boundaries of expectations and rewriting the rules of adventure are the reasons we get up in the morning. This is a way of life, a huge and growing community of explorers and adventurers, leading the way, blazing new trails, and raising the bar. We share your hunger for a life without limits, and we know you'll stop at nothing to get there. Greetings and welcome back to your Kinetic Bleep Podcast for manifesting your abundant life. So glad to have you back with us today. I'm Stephen Canyon, here to journey to the center of excellence, actually. If you would like to receive an occasional <laughs> encouraging text message, text the word Kinetic to 844 844-0049-stephencanyon.com is the website. Follow us on Instagram at Stephen Canyon and subscribe to this podcast while you're at all of those have-to-dos. Also, you can find us on Clubhouse at Stephen Canyon. And while you're there, you can kind of dig around to see what that's about. <laughs> and when you find out, let and us And let me know when you figure it out. Hi, Maggie. <laughs> hey, Steve. <laughs> How's my friend? Oh, I'm wonderful today. Delightful. Yes. As always. Delighted. Delightful. And yes. De- de- and uh, deli- delicacy. <laughs> delicate. <laughs> and delicate. So delicate All today. those things. You are radiating today. Oh, that's very kind of you. Is it because maybe we've made a decision? A big decision. <laughs> I'm so excited. And you know, these don't come, These we don't come by these very easily. Oh, but that's we, an understatement, isn't uh, it? Because you know, that's what happens when you have the ability to you go know, just to go anywhere, as, as anytime. That's so true. Anytime that we have a, an opportunity to go, it always begins with, well, where do you want to go? And, and I'm, <laughs> I, well, I, I want to go where you want to go. Where do you want to go? Where are we going? We're going to the Rockies. Going to the Rockies. For the whole we make summer. A big decision. Yes. Instead of just uh, camping out in the heat, we are here. We're in Orlando, Florida until yes. until the uh, first of, of all. Uh, August? Yeah. yeah. July. No, the end of August. June. June. <laughs> we're here for a while. We're here for the And the, then we've the got event. our the event. Yes. And then we're headed out to the Rockies. We're going backpacking. Yeah. And we are going to consume chlorophyll. <laughs> and we are going to enjoy the altitude, not chloroform, chlorophyll. And okay, so you just about said altitude, but I have a question. When what, is it appropriate? I did say it, didn't I? What altitude? You did, yeah. Oh, okay. But that that makes me think. I've been wondering when is it appropriate to say altitude versus elevation? It's, is it not one and the same? Well, don't you associate altitude with like planes? I don't know. Anytime I ask Siri what my altitude is or my elevation, I get the same answer. Yeah, maybe it's the same. Well, well <laughs> I have no idea. Siri would have you think it's the same thing. So at a high altitude, we're going to have chloroform? Is that what we're no. doing? Oh, my goodness. <laughs> no. This is, this, is, we're st- <laughs> this is still a plan in progress. So we'll have to hug it back And don't with worry, all everyone. Yeah. We are still going to be podcasting every day. We're going to make it happen, Absolutely. even though we're playing out in the woods. <laughs> and maybe we'll podcast from outdoors. We've done I that before. I would love to do that and film it. And then we have an excuse to fly the drone around to show everyone where we're podcasting from. I would love to do that. We were on a, um, wow, we were down in the Rio Grande in New Mexico. Yeah. Off road, way out in the middle of nowhere, and we'd set up our chairs, and we had the drone flying, and we had the cameras out, and the equipment, and I'll never forget. I'm <laughs> sitting, in, I'm sitting there, getting, I'm going over some some things, some yeah. notes, and getting ready to to uh, go on the air, 
and your eyes were as big as saucers, and you were holding your breath, and I I could swear that you were looking at a bear a behind predator me. Of some some kind. Kind, I was about to be eaten. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't. <laughs> I didn't even think about how I looked. You know, well, I was looking past you, and and they were so camouflaged that I didn't really see them until they were quite close. And so I, I just looked up as you were doing, looked up from my notes, and and literally within two feet behind you, there were about ten bighorn sheep. They came running over the ridge and stopped right behind my chair. And it's almost like they didn't see us either because no, we were we were just us. so still. They are so big. Oh, they were beautiful. Enormous. They were so but, beautiful. So I, I spun around and I'm, I'm looking <laughs> eyeball to eyeball at bighorn yeah, sheep. Yeah, and then they took off down into the canyon. It was amazing. Yeah. Oh, I can't wait to get back out there, Steve. So excited. We've, we, we've learned a lot. We are definitely forest people. <laughs> you would think. To say or, the least. Or maybe not. We And then and then it was on the, I think, maybe a few days before that, yeah. uh, the same trip. We were up in a little higher elevation, and we set up for uh, breaking down equipment, assembling equipment. We set up this tent yeah um enclosed tent so yeah. it was enclosed by screen so that we could get into this thing and work work on our equipment where there were no bugs yeah but and the also prob- the no problem sun. was yeah. is we we were in the tent and somehow we trapped the bugs in the tent with us and <laughs> anyway so we're in the tent we're flailing around and we're just on the floor laughing because i'm imagining someone driving by just looking at us, watching us, <laughs> swatting <laughs> these bugs in this tent. And there's no reason to be in there at that point. You know, just get out of the tent and there are no bugs. The tent that was to protect us from the bugs had trapped us in there with them. <laughs> well, actually, some people did come by. They were they asking, uh, what, what, what are you, you doing? What are you doing? Yep. That, was a, that was at a place called Comanche Point, And it was That's one right. of the most beautiful places mm. we've ever been to. Gorgeous. A river and, and you could, there was fly fishing up and down. Oh. We're going back. We're going, we're going back. back. We're going, we're going back. back. <laughs> you guys, you got to all come with us, oh, right? Oh yeah. We're going to share every leg of the journey. And oh, what are you doing this summer? Speaking of you guys, all of you KBs, what are you doing? Call me at 720-626-8649. Yes. And we let me know, know what you're going to be doing. Yeah, what is your good, big, what's your big adventure? That's a good point. That number is not just for questions is for comments is to connect it's to have the kbs be a part of the podcast we cannot wait what's the number to hear your voice 720-626-8649 and actually today we have a caller philip from bethlehem connecticut hey guys i just wanted to thank you guys for all the wisdom i mean i have to say i've been practicing this law of attraction stuff for like a few years now and i guess it wasn't until i learned like how to focus my desires using the power of kinetic belief that I started to actually manifest this abundance in my life. And, uh, you know, so, like, my question is, is, since I began disciplining myself with the modalities of kinetic belief, I wake up and I, I, like, I start my day with it and I go to work, I take my journal with me, and around lunchtime I like to, like, meditate on the guidance that it brings me and, uh, you know, I'm, I'm doing my positive affirmations during the afternoon. And then, like, when I end my day, I, I stir up all the gratitude for my kinetic belief. You know, and I love this stuff. And it's, it's definitely become, like, a way of life for me. But is there, like, a point where I may be spending too much time working on my kinetic beliefs? Mm. How much would be, like, too much? 
if there is such a thing. Anyway, guys, thanks for taking my call. Well, it sounds like Philip should be teaching this, actually, by <laughs> I was now. just thinking it, that. <laughs> he seems very thorough. Philip, actually, wow. you know what? There can, there can only be too much time spent on this if you're reasoning with your beliefs. Mm. If you're reasoning with your beliefs, then... Sure, you, you're you're probably doing it the wrong way. We're trying to move. We move away from our reasonings to become free from the ego, so that our original self can rise up above the noise of the world. And that is that's why we say this is a way of life, Philip. To say that your expectations or your your beliefs should only be part time would be to put them on the level of something that you only have to occasionally do. And so if you're occasionally doing this, what are you doing the rest of the time? Well, you would be double-minded, and you would be undoing the positive things that you're working on while you're working on your kinetic belief. You know, we say that becoming a KB is a way of life, and, and it's because it is the way of manifesting anything that you want out of life. When a person, and especially one who's practicing uh, kinetic belief, on a part-time basis, and you look at it like it's a discipline of modalities that perhaps you're only going to do in the morning while you're meditating, and then you'll you'll revisit your journal and the things that you've been uh, uh, desiring to manifest in your life. You'll do it again in the evening, maybe before you lie down to go to sleep. To do that would actually be to Uh, put pressure on chaos being a way of life for you. Chaos appearing to uh, be the opposition of the thing that you're hoping for because you are then failing to put pressure on your best life to reveal itself all the time. And where there's not order, then chaos appears to be the way. And so, you know, after the Especially after this previous year, Meg, you know, so many people feel as though their lives are just spinning out of control and way out of their control. Chaos, and that's just another word for confusion. That is actually the science of surprises, which is expecting the unexpected rather than expecting the expected. Expecting what you've been journaling (laughs) and imagining and desiring and being grateful for uh, to show up and to manifest in your life. Well, and that's a really cool um, concept, this idea that, look, when, when you're putting all of this pressure on your kinetic belief, you're not putting pressure on yourself. The pressure is on the kinetic belief, on the universe, on the ideals that you're believing in. And I think that's a really um, important concept to, to hold close and to keep in mind that, look, as you're, as you're immersing yourself in this all the time, it's, it's not you that has to now show up. We have on the inside of us the pure resonance of being. And that purest yeah. resonance is of joy, happiness, uh, perfected health, mm-hmm. life in abundance, um, satisfaction, love, perfected. All of these things which are the essence of life is where we begin when we come into the natural, mm-hmm. which is the pure resonance for manifesting anything. Outside of the purity of that, when it becomes toxic because of the other things that we allow to come in that are out of our expectations, 
In other words, expecting the unexpected is the opposite of expecting what cannot be presently seen. And so... Where's the roadmap Where's your journal? And it's a way of life. And that is the science of surprises because it's always going to be based on the perception that there is an accident waiting to happen just beyond the next bend in the road. You're going back to work today and, and gosh darn it, I just know I'm going to be disappointed by something. Oh, man. And you certainly will be. Right. Because you're not full-timing your kinetic belief. What a setup. The, the science of surprises, that's, that's really good. It's a real thing. <laughs> I like that. It's out, of, it's out of our control. And it's the expectation of the unexpected that manifests. Right. The things that uh, more often than not are disappointing. And look, mm-hmm. it's understanding this, I guess, you know, it's a theory of chaos. Understanding the theory of chaos helps to fine-tune our energetics for resonating on the highest possible level in alignment with our essence of, of, of pure being, resonating there for manifesting anything that you choose to desire. So, and, and this is really the question, what are you giving your attention to? If you're giving it to your kinetic belief on a part-time basis, then again, the question becomes, what, what are you expecting in the other part-time well, you really chose the perfect word for this, the, the word of resonance. And it's, it's reminded me of a random conversation you and I had the other day about harmonics and harmonies and how when you hear a nice song and then you overlay amazing harmonies within that song, there's something uh, intrinsically satisfying about hearing two voices in, that, mm-hmm. in those harmonic uh, levels together. And, and that's, that's what this resonance makes me think mm-hmm. of. You know, when we get into that perfect vibration, that perfect alignment with the universe, there's something that is, you can sense it and you know it and it just feels so satisfying and so good because you know you're exactly where you're supposed to be. And, and that really is the, uh, that is the irony of the human condition because we are, human beings, are the only living thing on this planet, planet that gets to choose rather to live harmoniously with the environment or not. Yeah. Trees will, mm-hmm. animals do, life does in every other form except for the human condition because we were given the ability to choose yeah. to live harmoniously or to live negatively in opposite. We have mm-hmm. a choice to True. live or die, to advance or to decay. That's a choice that all humans are faced with. And so that's what the kinetic believer is doing is choosing to align harmoniously, harmonically (laughs) with the essence of their pure sense of being that is within. And that's unconditionally loving yourself. Mm -hmm. The conditions come from the ego. The unconditional is to accept what we are, the genius of our purpose that we came into the natural with. And so again, what is it that you're giving your attention to? Because whatever you're giving your attention to, that is what you are believing. Mm. And what you're believing is what you're attracting into your life. And yet another perfect uh, tether to this analogy of, of us harmonizing with the universe. Because if anybody's ever sung in a choir, you know that if you start to listen to the wrong person <laughs> and the wrong note, you're off track. You're not going to be able to harmonize. So it, this it's, it's a beautiful 50-50 meeting the universe halfway analogy 
of, of, and it's exciting, you know, right? Knowing that you're going to be in alignment with the universe and in that perfect, mm-hmm. um, like you said, resonance, that pure resonance for manifesting. What a sweet spot. Full time, 100% meeting the universe 50% <laughs> of the time. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you said that first the other day. Oh, I man, I was so excited. Way. You know, uh, <laughs> 100% of the time, I'm going to give it my full 50%. <laughs> so, and that, but that's a full-time endeavor, isn't it? Is, it? it is. <laughs> to, and to not yeah. do that, you're inviting in the, the chaos of the egoist sense of being to dwell and to lead on for the other part of the day, yeah. the other part of the time. Some yeah. people... And and it becomes it becomes an addiction. Some people, a lot of people, in fact, they are inherently attracted to chaos. Yeah, the chaos that results from allowing whatever to be to be, and to uh, you know not prepared to react in a way that's positive mm-hmm. to whatever's showing up, and so they are attracted to the traffic accident. Yeah. Those are the the rubberneckers. Those are the ones that are the are, are their attention is drawn by the house fire down the street. It's uh, they go they go running to see uh, where, where the next alarm is coming from. Whatever that negative thing may be, is what like they are a moth attracted to the flame. And immediately their attention goes to that place. Well, and and what you're describing, I think that really reveals that hey, you know, let's be aware that the ego loves a good cycle. Mm-hmm. The ego really loves to latch on to a nice vicious cycle that it can then perpetuate over and over and over again. Um, I had a friend one time and she was kind of joking, but she said, you know, I, I'm sad, so I eat, and then I eat too much, so I'm sad. <laughs> but a vicious cycle. A vicious cycle, But that's exactly it? what the ego likes to get us rolling into. Well, these people, and you know, once you allow the ego to start leading you around, you'll either gravitate to the chaos or you'll cause it. Mm. If nothing's going on around you, then you'll come up with a reason for there to be chaos. And some do both. Wow. Firefighter arson. That's a phenomenon involving some firefighters who are also arsonists. That's wild. I've read I read about mean, that. Some of them are motivated by receiving attention for responding to the fires that they themselves have set. And they are chaos chasers. They are chaos causers. Mm. And I, in fact, I remember, and I think we talked about this one time before, and it was a couple of years ago in a small town in Virginia, there were uh, some firefighters arrested because they kept setting these abandoned buildings on fire. And then they would go back to the to the fire station, and they'd wait for the call to come in. And then they they were the chaos chasers. Oh my goodness! They would be the first. They would be the hero. The heroes arriving on the scene that they caused. Wow! Chaos chasers. Chaos. You know that's the, the that is the science of surprises. Is is chaos and. And, and it's of the 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 nonlinear, or it's the unpredictable that shows up when we fail to practice our kinetic belief on a full-time basis. Well, I'm, as, as I'm listening, I'm, I can feel myself wanting to know the root cause of this. You know, what, is the, what happens? What's the root cause of, of developing in that idea of needing chaos, of wanting chaos? Is it because it's, is it entertaining? Is it stimulating? You know, what void is it filling? Well, chaos is the result of confusion. And where there is confusion, there's validation for the ego, which is not anchored. Wow. The ego, it, it exists in the, the, uh, 
the energetics of emotional uh, feelings of negativity and emotions that are changing. Mm. And so it's between the lines of, of uh, wow. the facts and between the lines of uh, the subjective reality that people are choosing to believe and the objective that can be seen by everyone else. So you can't pin it down. And so chaos is a way of hiding oneself. You know, it's like if I can create a distraction, then you're not going to see the real me. So if there can be chaos swirling, the energetics of it swirling around me, then I've got, I'm safe here and I can continue to survive in this this inauthentic uh, sense of of being. And that's fascinating to think about this idea that the the ego is not going to... It's not a hospitable environment when we are kinetically believing in a steadfast way, in a very black and white, unmoving, immovable way. And that's not going to be, a, it's, again, a hospitable environment for the ego to flourish, the opposite of chaos. That's well stated, isn't it? Because it's, a, it's not a pleasant way of, of being. And people subsist in life. They're underneath it for a lack of understanding. Mm. And those that are immersed in the ego, those that have fallen victim to it and then invite it to stay in their life, they suffer. They suffer when they chase after chaos. They suffer when they create chaos. Human beings that are meant to live an extraordinary life, one of great wealth and fantastic health and joyous and happy, they perish when chaos becomes them. And the, the, the extraordinary life manifests when we maintain the purest resonance of purpose that we locate within because we are full-timing it as a KB. You can't put in too much time in chasing after excellence because it becomes you. And it, it's the essence of you, but, but it comes when we put pressure on the manifestation of it. And I have to say, before you embark on the journey of kinetic belief, from the outside looking in, many times it can look like it's a lot more effort and that it's going to take a lot more. You know, you mentioned full timing it, and that's absolutely what's required. Um, but what I really love and, and something that just, oh, it gives me hope still day to day to day is the idea that every time that you make a decision to, to stand on your kinetic belief and to live that way, that immediately life becomes easy, simple, straightforward, obvious, black and white. You know exactly what to do. And so it, it eliminates the chaos because when we're in chaos, I mean, I remember life before kinetic belief. I was so exhausted all the time. You know, you're not even doing that much, but you're just exhausted. Everybody, all the, like you're saying, chaos just swirling around you. And this minimal effort that it requires to step into kinetic belief, it just, again, like the ease of it is washing over me. Well, let's say like you've got a, a concert that you're going to play and you have a, a violin recital and it begins at seven o'clock at the Coliseum downtown. The Coliseum. And so you, it's, it's a at 30,000 person <laughs> recital. It's Dear in the God. stadium. Okay. It's in the outdoor stadium. Uh, Coldplay is going to open for my recital. They're opening. And so you think it's going to begin at seven. So you probably should leave at mm-hmm. six o'clock to get through security to go through the back to be led in by the flashlights to your place where you're going to stand. Okay. <laughs> but, you know, and so as a kinetic believer, you know what time you're going to be there. You know what you're going to do when you get there, and you know what time to leave to get there. Yeah. 
But if you're not practicing kinetic belief, you start driving down the busy street and then you decide to follow after the next person that drives past you. And you're like, ooh, Starbucks. And you're, or ooh, wherever you're going, I'm going. <laughs> and then you then someone else passes and you follow after them. Yeah. And it becomes exhausting. Yeah. And you never get to the what do wow. we say, a stadium. The, you, yeah. you never get to the stadium and you are you're you're just worn out and fatigued by all the possibilities, by all mm. the options and all the different directions that life is throwing at you wow. and you're chasing after because you've not done your due diligence of knowing who you are, whose you are, falling unconditionally in love with your purpose so that you're not distracted by the next thing that comes driving by. So this is interesting. What you're describing is is also taking not just the things that we're wanting to manifest. You know, it's not just the the recital, the concert that we're going to, but it, you're you're being inclusive with just the, the process of even deciding. You know, just the ability to decide what you want, where to go, what you want your life to look like. That's a huge part of kinetic belief because, like you're saying, you're going to be chasing shadows otherwise, and you'll never even get there. As big a yes, and as big of a part as as that is to being a successful kinetic believer, it's actually the easiest part, mm. and probably the most fun that you'll have when beginning the practice of your kinetic belief. You'll <laughs> yeah. go into your huga space. You'll light your candle. You'll get your little cup of warm milk or tea or coffee. <laughs> what is it with you? And I warm milk. <laughs> I think I guess you. You know, it's milk and cookies. Oh, now here we go. That's now, okay, it. okay, how about that? So you got your milk and cookies and you got your candle and your <laughs> incense. What What is your favorite flavor of incense? Oh, lavender. Is it lavender? Oh, a thousand percent. Okay, yes. I think I agree with that. Yeah, yeah. So you got your you got all this stuff going on and you got your lava lamp and it's <laughs> it's bubbling. This is a cool hookah space. And you got your, your paper light. Lanterns. Lanterns. Okay, all this stuff. Okay. And I forgot what I was going to say. Why are we in the hookah space? Oh, because we're, <laughs> we're determining what our purpose is. Yes. All right. But that's the, that's the fun part because you write it down. Sure, I got this. I'm going to the moon and back, whatever yeah. it is. That's the easy part because now you, you're going to have to, with a full-time, full-pressure, full-court press, cast down the observations of the better thing, mm. the better idea. Over here, do it my way. All these other things that are going to start coming to challenge you and what you had determined was best for you by opening yourself up to the infinite wisdom of the universe for God's guidance. And all of a sudden, all of these negative source ideas that are going to camouflage itself as being the better one, all these imaginations, all these other things that are going to show up, you're going to have to be able to do the work full time, cast those down so that you can um, enjoy the expanding life of peace in your purpose. And you know, I have to say, this is where kinetic belief is most vital. The, I think the moment you're describing, because when you, when you first have that genius of purpose revelation and you know what you want to do, those first couple of weeks are Oh man, talk about you know the honeymoon season. You're so excited. You're so full of energy, but that will wane. You know, it is an emotion and it can subside. And I feel like that's always the the moment where kinetic belief is most vital and where it really shines and it really kicks in because you need kinetic belief to be there, ready to go when the emotions aren't necessarily there to support it, but the dream is still there. 
That's right. We got there this morning. We we did the work. We did the imagination. We've been there before. Okay, we're going out to the Rockies. We're so excited about it. We're yee-hawing it. We're jumping up and down, Snoopy dance, Snoopy dance, fists in the air, pumping it up, ready to go. But now tomorrow, what, what's wrong with Southern Cal? Or maybe <laughs> maybe we can go across the border up into Canada. Maybe we can do some of these other things. You know, it's, it, it's all of those other temptations of the mm-hmm. alternate passions or choices that begin to come in that are actually fear-based. Wow. You're going to need an anchor. Fear-based that the original decision is not going to be good enough or there's something else that yeah. could be sweeter, better. Yeah. We're going to miss out on something else. So if you're not a kinetic believer, you end up doing nothing. <laughs> you're halfway through Kansas thinking, is this really necessary <laughs> right is this right <laughs> right and that but what's what's happening confusion is yeah. entering in and so in a sense you are a chaos chaser mm-hmm. and like moths to the flame most humans are attracted to the noise of the confusion and the chaos and the alternate the other idea mm. unconditionally loving your inner genius the qualities that make you different that's the thing that's going to make the place or the space that you're going to uniquely different. It's you being there. Mm-hmm. It's not what is there. It's you. And that's what makes anybody else in this universe what they are, which is not you. And so we direct all of our attention to the inner self. And then, like we're saying, you come in alignment with that so that it will begin to manifest that into your life. Holding fast and stayed to the pure resonance of what's already inside of you for manifesting anything that you can think of or imagine. And when I'm in those, in those moments of what you're describing, you know, those critical moments, really, I have to say, I, without a journal, I, I just, I don't, I guess I could do it, but I don't know quite how. I've just done that, done it that way for so long. And it's, journal is is the word, but it always feels like it's not word enough, you know? (laughs) I mean, it is journaling, but it's so much more than that because being able to go back and read something written of your own hand, of your own mind, from a time when you were, when when the energies were so fresh, in those first moments of that dream, of that vision, being able to go back and read that and then reestablish it by writing in the journal today, connecting those dots kinetically is everything. Journaling is reframing your thoughts, isn't it? Reframing your thinking. Journaling is not... Uh, writing in a diary like you so beautifully state often. It's not a diary. (laughs) Journaling is your binoculars for what's on the horizon. Journaling is your telescope that shows you what's beyond what the eye can see. Mm -hmm. Journaling is your logbook. Journaling is your roadmap. Journaling is your your life's purpose. Mm -hmm. Journaling is who you are. Journaling is your logbook for manifestation. Journaling is your joy and your happiness. Journaling is your health and it's your peace of mind. Journaling is your peace of you. Journaling keeps you authentic to that sense of self and purpose in life. Wow. Chaos. That's simply every other possibility outside of the journal, away from the binoculars of life, away from the telescope that shows you beyond the horizon and the vista that the eye can see. All other options, all other ideas, yeah, they are there, but you can't do it all. Mm-hmm. You can't, you can't uh, 
be in all places at once so you can make the place that you are who you are. Mm. And so we choose the one through the process of the journaling. Yeah. And, and in accordance with our, our original purpose, which is to become aware of the experiences of our best life. Well, and that was something else that we discussed. We have a lot of conversations, don't we? I'm like, we talked about this this morning and yesterday. And, um, but no, but we were, we were talking about just the essence of life and how a basic misunderstanding of life is many times the culprit for derailing in these situations and, and how understanding that life, the essence of it is the journey and it is developing that understanding and enjoying the evolution of self, the creativity of self, the, the as much what you're, the, the destination for today is the destination for 10 years from now. Because again, that plateau mindedness causes depression. It's going to derail us. It's a plateau you never reach. And so embracing the kinetic belief as a flow, as a journey is, is, it's just awesome. It's huge. We are tasked as human beings with the, challenge of living a life of faith yes one of belief that is an enormous part of who we are unlike other animals that sniff around and follow their senses mm-hmm. there's a scripture that says that faith is a substance of things hoped for and it's evidence of things not yet seen outside of the substance of faith or what we believe if it's fixed if it's transfixed then life becomes predictably excellent for us. If it's not fixed through the process of journaling our expectations, chaos is simply every other possibility of choice, all other options, all other ideas, both good and bad, all of this stirred up that are not in accordance with our original purpose that we have deemed our purpose. And so... Look, while most traditional science deals with supposedly predictable phenomena like gravity and electricity and chemical reactions and all those things, chaos theory deals with nonlinear things that are effectively impossible to predict or to control. Mm. For example, things like turbulence, um, weather, or so we had a caller yesterday, the stock market. All of these phenomena are often described by fractal mathematics, which captures the seemingly infinite complexity of nature. But now there's a caveat to all this. And anything that a creative human being who's having a natural experience can think of or imagine is possible becomes possible for that person. But until recently, it was believed that before the Big Bang, all that existed was chaos. That's all there was with chaos. And as a result of that kind of thinking... Um, all that was in chaos was now created and brought to form and was simply some co- by some cosmic accident. Well, that, the theory of chaos, is that's not a reality. It's simply an illusion. Understanding the illusion then prevents us from being swept away by the force of the current of the illusion. And this is why the way of life for the kinetic believer, Philip, that is to continually hold to the reins of your thought of thinking by practicing this as a way of life for yourself. So you can't do this too much. (laughs) I forgot about Philip. Sorry, Philip. (laughs) I totally forgot. I got really caught up in this. (laughs) You're doing just fine, no. Phil. <laughs> that was a great question, obviously. Chaos is a thing, isn't it? You know, we could actually out 
off of our patio here, we can see um, this hot air balloon rising up mm-hmm. periodically throughout the day. Uh, and I think it's over here at Disney Springs yeah, or something. It, but it's so. tethered, isn't it? And they have this, it goes up, it must go up five or 600 feet. Yes. And it's huge. But, but when you first think about a hot air balloon, you know, traveling through the sky, pushed by the wind, untethered. The idea of that kind of a journey can, well, to me, it can seem a little chaotic. Yes. Unpredictable. Absolutely. In the sense of being chaotic. And I've, I've had opportunities to go up in a balloon, and I said, thank you, but no. Um, <laughs> no way that I'm going to voluntarily ascend up into chaos. Okay? That, and that, that comes from a lack of information, right? Yes. It'd be like me deciding I'm going to fly this plane. Lack of information, That yes. would be chaotic. Right. Unless I had the right amount of information. <laughs> but by understanding the, the complex, be chaotic. Yes. And by understanding the dynamics of the atmosphere, a balloon pilot can actually sort of steer a balloon, yeah. you know, with the knowledge of air currents and the, the current conditions and all that. Right. Well, in much the same way, kinetic believers are able to avoid actions from beliefs that would prevent something from manifesting into their life that they just don't want to deal with or mm-hmm. to see or to, to have to um, uh, come into their life. What a, what a beautiful analogy of, of this, this concept that if you were going to fly a plane, you would become an expert. You would study. You would make sure that you took all the right courses and you understand all the buttons and the levers and the and the dials and the readings. And, and so how much more for life? How much more for the experience that we're having right now and that we're destined to have for so many years to come? We need to understand the controls and the, the ability and the how-to of, of navigating this thing. And thank goodness we even can. Thank goodness it's not... There's no, there's not, not, not a steering wheel. <laughs> right. <laughs> that didn't say that very well. Yeah, yes, you did. Okay. <laughs> yes, you did. And isn't yeah. that something though? Because look, there is no such thing as chaos. Mm. Chaos is just a lack of knowledge. Wow. A lack of information. We live in a universe of order. And the more we know, the more experiential knowledge and revelation knowledge we can apply to our kinetic belief, we're in charge. Anything is possible, but you need to journal. So what is tangible to our life's experiences? What can we actually expect? Is the universe continually dividing itself into parallel worlds, each one with an alternate version of ourselves? Great question. So many things yet to be answered. Is there such thing as an objective reality at all that is actually true for all of us? The answer is yes, but not yet. Your life today will be whatever you say it is subjectively. Every single one of us. Your life is what you say it is. Regardless of who you are, where you are, your life is what you say it is. You have final say. You have final authority over what your journey will look like, over what your day is going to look like over what your health is going to look like, your finances is going to look like. So what does this mean for you? It means that it is up to you to make today count for you, for you to make this week count for you, for you to make this universe count for you. So choose your desires in accordance with the fate of your original purpose and do it in a way that leaves you with absolutely no regrets. Go ahead, I dare you. Imagine for the dream job. Write it down. Be courageous enough to stand up for yourself. 
You heard me correctly. (laughs) Yes, I'll say it again. Be courageous enough to stand up for yourself. Do not participate with fear. Stretch yourself. Determine right now that you're going to stretch yourself out of your comfort zone and you're going to do it a little bit more every day in order to advance your mind and your soul and your body throughout your life and beyond, not just once. Not just pulling out the photographs and remembering that one time you did something swell. It's every day as a way of life. Yes, there are so many different outcomes to every possible observation that your bias could ever consider. But, but there is no other universe that has this version of you in it. There's no future for you other than the one that you choose to believe for yourself right now. Make this life and make your next one your best one, by never again considering the chaos that may try to surround you, by staying transfixed on your best self, your highest being, as a way of life, being a kinetic believer, regardless of the circumstances that appear to surround you. Well, let's work on some highest viewpoints. Just say this, say, I know I am beautifully made. I know I am beautifully made. And I know that I'm perfectly healthy. And I know that I'm perfectly healthy. I'm wealthy. I am wealthy. I'm wise. I'm wise. And all of this this already belongs to me. It already belongs to me. I'm flowing in the direction of well-being. I am flowing in the direction of well-being. I'm not distracted by confusion. I'm not distracted by confusion. Or chaos. Or chaos. I'm aligning with pure (laughs) resonance for manifesting and Anything. I am aligning with pure resident, resonance for manifesting anything. And that pure resonance. And that pure resonance. Is the love that dwells within me. It's the love that dwells within me. Megan. Stephen. I am so in love with myself. I'm so in love with myself. I unconditionally love all others as well. I unconditionally love all others as well. I'm continually mastering the universe around me. I am continually mastering the universe around me. By journaling my highest viewpoints. By journaling my highest viewpoints. As guideposts for living my best life. As guideposts for living my best life. I have no fear in my life. I have no fear in my life. I don't chase after chaos. I don't chase after chaos. Because I'm not surprised by chaos. Because I'm not surprised by chaos. Since I'm not surprised by chaos. <laughs> Since I'm not surprised by chaos. I'm not interested I'm in not interested chaos. in chaos. I'm wealthy. I am wealthy. I'm healthy. I'm healthy. I'm joyous. I'm joyous. I'm happy. I am happy. I'm in love. I am in love. And here's something else I want to do right now. I want you just to close your eyes and listen to this guided thought form for meditation. And if you're doing this at some other point during the day, I want to encourage you just to cue it up for tonight right before you go to sleep. And, in fact, we'll put the time code where this begins in the notes following the... uh, Yeah, we'll put it in the show notes so you know exactly where to start it. And meditate on this. Here's what I'd like for you to say to yourself at night. And just say that I know that I am pure spirit. And that I always have been and I always will be. There is right now, inside me, a place of confidence and quietness and security where all things are known and understood. This is the universal mind of God or wisdom of which I am a part and which responds to me as I ask of it. This universal mind knows the answer to all of my challenges 
even now. The answers are quickening their way to me. Oh, I needn't be anxious for them. I needn't hurry or worry for them. When the time comes, the answers will be there. I give my problems to the great mind of wisdom, to God. I let go of my anxiety. I have confidence that the correct answers will return to me when they are needed. Through the universal law of attraction, everything that I need for my creativity and my fulfillment will come to me. It's not necessary that I worry for this, only that I believe. For in the strength of my belief, my desire is the thing that's going to make it so. I see the hand of divine intelligence all around me, in the stars, the flower, the forest, the stream, the field. I know that the wisdom that created all of these things is in me right now, and it's around me, and that love will respond to me when I call upon for my slightest needs. I know that my body is a manifestation of pure spirit, and that spirit is perfect. Therefore, my body is also perfect. I enjoy life, for each day brings a constant demonstration of the power and the wonder of the universe and myself. I am confident, I am serene, I am sure. No matter what obstacle or undesirable circumstance crosses my path, I refuse to accept it, for it's nothing but illusion. There can be no obstacle or undesirable circumstance to the mind of God, which is in me, around me, and serves me now. This is the great lesson and I know this from within. Now as I fall asleep, I think only of pure life, peace, unconditional love, joy, Abundance, nothing missing, nothing broken, the purest essence.